And welcome back to the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. As you heard from the great Joel Gertner, I'm your host, Will the Thrill. And I am your co-host, Joe Static. Joe, I think Joel is going to semi-retire after this week. A little hint, hint for our listeners. Yeah, Joel will be going on a vacation, long vacation. And somebody else will be taking that spot January 2021. January 2021. Joel goes down Palm Beach, Florida. The quintessential stud muffin takes a flight down there, goes off to the beach, gets a little cocktail, puts on the tropical shirt, and in his place, somebody new will step in. And we're excited. We're excited about this show. I'm excited. I hope you are. Yeah, me too, man. I'm I'm pumped up for it. I think all our listeners are going to enjoy it as well. I think the the listeners will enjoy it. I think it's just going to be fun, simple, to the point, easy. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to refresh. We're going to obviously start a new year, ring in the new year. But you know, Joe, what we always do here at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast, we always like to stay extreme, baby. I have no idea what that was, but I'll roll with it. (laughs) And if you want to listen to any of those past podcast episodes with the lovely quintessential stuff muffin, Joel Gertner, introducing us, you can on all major podcast platforms, including Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn. We're on everything. It's funny, Joe. I just had someone asked tonight on an Instagram live, where can I listen to your podcast? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I, I, anywhere you look nowadays, come on. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, dude, go, go, click to the bio. <laughs> There's a search engine, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's right there. Oh, my God. Guys, we are on pretty much every single major podcast platform out there. And there is a thing called Google or Internet Explorer. And these are web browsers. And all you have to do is type in squared circle action figure podcast. <laughs> That's it. And you'll find us. Trust me, you will find it. So we hope you'll listen to the show. And if you do listen to the show, or maybe if you are a first-time listener, please, please, please write us a review. We really need these reviews, Joe, right? Yeah. The more reviews that 
come in for the show, the better. Like we mentioned uh, on the previous week, even if it's a one star, constructive criticism, any review we'll take. Good, bad, ugly, pug fugly, fugly fluggly. Any one of those we'll, uh, we'll be okay with. I mean, shit, it could look like Sloth himself. I would embrace it, my friend, because we need the reviews. It always helps us out. It just helps us in the rankings. It helps get our name out there on these podcast platforms. We're not making any money off this guy. So we're not like, listen, write a review. We're going to make money off of it. Nope, that's not the case here. We just want reviews. So in search engines and all these analytics, if someone searches for a wrestling figure podcast, we come up. So with all that said, please write a review and we'll repost it. We'll repost your review, whether it's a one star, two star, three star, five star, 15,000 star review. We are going to repost that review on our Instagram and Twitter pages at SQD Circle AFP. Joe, you know, I always like to go on there. I love doing Instagram live videos. I love doing Instagram live fig hunts. They amp me up. I'm in the store. Sometimes I take videos. Sometimes I take photos, but I love doing the videos for our listeners and our followers. And you also love posting on our Twitter machine over there. And you're always posting like new fig finds and stuff that you're really enthused about. Yeah. A lot of fig finds, you know, with different places we visit, different places we travel. I mean, we try to put all that stuff in it together, especially with the figures, you know, try to keep things fresh, try to keep things new, a little nostalgia, you know, we're big on that. So try to pump that into there too. Yeah. We love nostalgia here. And speaking of, you know, recording some videos for our listeners and our followers, we just had about two weeks ago, our first YouTube live stream, the ultimate wrestling figures of 2020. I know, I know you're, you're over it. You, you're on to the next thing already. Do you want the next one? So I think everybody else wants the next one too. So we're going to, we're back, right? We're going to be doing a Saturday night, I mean, Saturday night live, right? Saturday night's main event, right? So when are we doing it, baby? Next live stream. It's called the pit list. If you listen to our show, you know what the hell that is. And if you didn't, you got to go back a couple episodes and figure that out on your own. Joe, I like that. I like that plug right there. Go back. Find out. We're not going to tell you. Find out what the pit list is, man. We're not going to tell you what that is. Go search for it. Find out what the pit list is. Then go to January 2nd, 2021, 8 p.m. That's the time we're plugging it. 8 o'clock, Saturday Night Live with the pit list. We're going live on our YouTube, YouTube live stream. That's going to be our next uh, live stream date. January 2nd at 8 p.m. We'll be live again. There you go. Go over to the YouTube channel. I don't know. We need to come up with like a uh, a YouTube channel subscribe plug. I know you don't like Singapore canes. What, what should we hit that subscribe button with, Joe? Maybe hit the subscribe button with a sledgehammer. There you go. He loves sledgehammers, folks. And that's another thing you got to- You know me. <laughs> I know you. You know me. He's all about chainsaws and sledgehammers, baby. <laughs> you didn't let me bring it last time, so I might have to bring it this time. He was searching for one in my house. He's like, do you got one? I said, yeah, I got one. I'm not giving it to you. I, I was serious, too, in the last live stream before we started. I wanted to get something going there. A chainsaw- I had a couple different ideas. Yeah, we didn't go with it. I know what he wanted to do, guys. What Joe wanted to do is he wanted to freaking hit me over the head with the goddamn thing and then run out with all those goddamn beautiful figures that he wants to give away in my case of tears here. Especially that UK Pillman. You got your eyes all over that. I know. 
I know. I I think about that Pillman a lot. Next time that pops up, man, I'm I'm, I'm pulling the trigger. I think. I know. I mean, you come over here. You're like a little kid that uh, just opened up the Playboy. A seven year old drooling. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I come over there, I gotta I gotta crack that uh, cabinet open and look inside. I know it's special. Sometimes there are things added. Sometimes it stays the same. But I may have something to add next time you come over. You might you might find that LJN Warrior missing. One oh there. Jesus Christ! I haven't even checked the last time. I don't think it's been open since you opened. I gotta check in there. <laughs> you might have to look, man. There might be something missing in there. Oh, you're. Kidding. All right, guys, as Joe said, this is going to be great. We don't know what we're going to call it yet. You're calling it the pit list or whatever, but we'll probably come up with a formal YouTube live stream name sooner than later. Joe's good at that. I'm not good at that stuff, but Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night's Made Event, whatever you want to call it, it's going to be live on YouTube. Go over to the YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button with the sledgehammer, like our videos. January 2nd. Wow, I, I'm going to have difficulty probably remembering this, but 2021. Odd saying that, but January 2nd, 2021, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And Joe, we got some pro wrestling tea store announcements. We got some shirts up there. Yeah. Yeah, there'll be some new shirts up there on our pro wrestling tea store, Square Circle Action Figure Podcast. We have three shirts up there right now. We have the original logo, the MOC Min on Card shirt, and the God Fig shirt with the throwback to the Attitude Error. Close your eyes, pick one. What do you think? I, I don't know. I, I really like that mid on card shirt. You know, I think I got to move the logo down a little bit on there. You know, you know, get that logo nicely centered. But I, I like the mid on card shirt. I think it's a throwback. Yeah, the mid on card shirts out of the three, I'd say is the best one. 2021, we'll have some new designs up there. So yeah, yeah, it's something, you know, we're going to be working on for the new year. Awesome. It's prowrestlingtees.com slash SQD circle AFP. So, Joe, I don't know if how much we want to get into this. We did get into it a little bit when we opened the podcast up, but we have our last episode of 2020. This is it. We do have some new changes coming up. I don't know how much we should give away. We kind of hinted at it at the beginning of the podcast, something new coming. But as I like to say, we like to refresh, right? We like to keep things fresh, clean, new, fun, exciting. So I'm pretty pumped up, man, for 2021. Yeah, me too, man. We'll have some new, exciting, fresh things, especially for the first episode of the new year. Uh, you'll notice some changes, especially like we mentioned before. We're not going to spoil anything, but uh, yeah, there's going to be some new changes. Maybe we'll throw in a new segment here or there. Obviously, like Will said, we like to keep things fresh. So yeah, there's some new stuff coming down the pipe. Hopefully 2021 will be a lot better than 2020. I mean, it has to be, I think. So looking forward to it. I think so too. I think it's just going to get better all around. I think the podcast has been, I think it's been a little bit of a respite for everybody, you know, take their mind off of everything that's going on in the real world, quote unquote. Yeah, we want to do that for you all. We want to kind of be a little bit of an outlet. We hope that we can provide everybody with some comedic relief. I think you're, I think you're about to say with some cock. I was like, wait a minute, dude, what the hell are you saying? No, no, comedic relief. That perked my ears up a little, man. I was, I was, I just jumped up a little. I'm like, wait a minute. I said down the pipe, but hold on a second. He's drooling from the UK, Pillman. The softies are coming back. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting a little soft there. You're sparking my ears over here, man. I, I just jumped up a little. I know, I know. Jesus, I know. I got. I, I know. I have vestibular issues, but that's not until I go to sleep. <laughs> or I'm jumping up and shit. <laughs> Oh, man. But you're right. I mean, it can't get any worse. And we hope that we've actually just been a little bit of an outlet for everybody. And we want to have some comedic relief. We want to have some good information for people. 
and we want them to participate in our community. We have a small growing community and we want to thank everybody that's participated in it and that enjoys it. I mean, I thank you, Joe. Thanks thanks for coming on the podcast every week with me, man. I know we both have a lot going on in our lives. We are frontline workers. We haven't lost our jobs. You have a full family. I have a household I have to take care of as well. 2020 was definitely not an easy time, especially to get a podcast rolling. So I thank you for that, man, coming on every week. And I think everybody loves your presence on here. I do. And yeah, that's kind of what I got to say about that, bro. Yeah, man. You're welcome. No problem. I enjoy doing the show every week, you know, as the new year rolls in. I think, you know, as the weeks go on, we get a little better and better and better. And I look forward to, you know, doing that, continuing the show and moving forward. Totally. Totally. So keep your ears open and your eyes peeled. Go over to Instagram and Twitter at SQD Circle AFP. Follow us. All the new things that we're doing, hints will be there. It'll be fun and be interactive with us. So, Let's do it, guys. Let's get right into it. Uh, we have a ton of stuff to talk about this week, but I think it'll be, be going, you know, it'll go pretty quick. First thing we wanted to talk about, there was an announcement earlier this week about a new Sofubi fighting series. We did cover a pretty in-depth conversation about Sofubi styled wrestling figures way, way earlier on. In our podcast inception, we had at KWK underscore Sean on the podcast to discuss a little bit about Sofubi pro wrestling figures. And there was an announcement that a Mr. T was on the way. And Joe, what are your thoughts on this, man? Yeah, I thought you'd might want to talk about this. I know I know we both enjoy Sofubi. Like you said, we had KWK on here, the Sofubi King. And I know you like the Safubis as well, so wanted to get your thoughts on it. The Instagram page is Medicom underscore toy. You know, they're together with WWE on this one. It's going to be a Safubi fighting series, a 10-inch Mr. T. The pre-order for the figure is running from Christmas Eve, so 1224 to the end of January, which is January 31st. And you can go to their Instagram page and click the link and it'll be up on Christmas Eve. It's pretty cool. You know, it's his attire that we've seen, you know, similar to the, you know, WWE Masters of the Universe, Mr. T. It's just, you know, the Safubi style. I always think of that sting when I see it or the warrior. You know, I love that style. And, you know, he has the red pants with the gold and kind of blue sneakers. There's not too much to it. You know, the Safubi figures, the styles really makes those. So it's just a plain, you know, he's got no shirt, Mr. T. The head looks good. And yeah, it's pretty plain attire, but you know, that's the Safubi style. It's still a pretty cool collectible. You know, it's worth mentioning on here. Yeah, they're soft vinyl, 10-inch style figures, as Joe mentioned. Uh, and I agree with you. I absolutely love that Sting and that Warrior. Seeing this, I hope that they kind of do some reissues. You know, if that's maybe their license is back. You know, and this is kind of the start of it to see where it goes. But if they're partnering with the WWE and Mr. T to do this figure, I'm hoping that we see others in the future because they're pretty expensive figures right now. They run, geez, probably anywhere, what, from 200 to 500, even more for some of the prior releases. So I'm excited. I'm not going to pre order this. I think I pretty much feel the way I do about that SDCC exclusive we got this year from Mattel. Just, I don't know. I, you know, I'm like, all right. You know, like, I'm just like, uh, you know? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with that. Speaking of that, you know, the SDCC, Mr. T, when it was first mentioned, I was like, I don't know. But yeah, when the day came, you know, the pre order was a pain in the ass getting it off the website, Entertainment Earth. 
but I got through, I got it. And it's cool to have, you know, it's a cool piece. I like the box. The presentation's nice. You know, the design on the box, the figure looks great, but I think that's all I really need. The Safubi, maybe I might get it. Like I said, I like the style, but uh, I'm more so after, you know, the other figs like the Sting and the Warrior and some of, some of the other ones they've come out with. You know, I'm not really too big into collecting too many Mr. T figs. Exactly. If there was a Mr. T fig that I would want, this would be outside of wrestling for my collection. It would probably be that 12-inch Galoop. And you see that at some of the toy shows we've been at at times, both in and out of the box. And I think that fig is awesome. He's in his classic attire and it's just so vintage and feeling, you know what I'm saying? So if I'm going to drop like 100, 150 bucks on a Mr. T fig, I'd probably like in a 10 inch, 12 inch style, get that one, the vintage one over this one. But I do think this is a great fig and and I wish everybody the best of luck. And if you're a big time Mr. T fan, you should go out and get this fig. You know, I mean, I think I we love the style as we're saying, we're promoting it. Metacom most notably is known for Mafex. They make some of the most incredibly highly detailed six inch figures in the marketplace, you know, and especially in the import marketplace when with their Metacom Mafex line with the Marvel stuff they do. They do a lot of Star Wars stuff as well. So they are a very well-known brand out there for producing action figures, wrestling figures, especially in the past. So yeah, if you're a big Mr. T fan, go ahead, man. I would chomp at the bit to get something like this because we love the style. And one last thing, Joe, they're notorious Metacom for the Safubi per wrestling figure line, the 10-inch line. They're notorious of including accessories. Fader had the mask, I believe. I think even Hollywood had glasses or something. And Sean and I went over this. Uh, thing had a bat, I think. So you do get accessories. They do have that attention to detail where they add accessories. So you may even see an accessory with this Mr. T figure. Yeah. Maybe, well, yeah, maybe like a chain or I can't imagine anything else, to be honest. Maybe a chain, maybe something else. What I like about them is the plain style. Like the accessories are cool. I, I just kind of want the figure, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think you're right. I think they're a good addition. And you know, they'll probably come in the bag. It's like that bootleg bag with the, you know, cardboard fold over that's stapled on top. But they are very high end collectibles. And if you're not already in the line and you can get, this figure at retail, go ahead if you want to get it. Because they always increase in value from what I've seen. Right, Joe? Yeah, they definitely increase in value, especially if you want uh, the Warrior or the Sting. I, you know, those are the two we keep mentioning, but the value increases. I, I haven't seen them online to buy it. In a, you know, I haven't really been searching for them that much, but when I see them, the price is definitely increased. And I would like to add them to the collection one day. One day, man. It's kind of like the Star Toys stuff. I know some things you're high on with Star Toys, some things you're not, and we've discussed that. Yeah, the Star Toys, yeah. From Spain. So, I mean, but but yeah. it's a situation like that. You know, they're very expensive. They don't come around too often. It's like, where do I get in? When do I get in? How much I'm going to spend? You know what I'm saying? You know, larger figure, love it. And if you're a big time Mr. T fan, I would say go get it, man. Yeah, go over, like I said, Instagram, Medicom. M-E-D-I-C-O-M underscore toy. Check it out. They have the link there. It should be on sale 12-24. That's when it goes up and it runs to the end of January. Nice, Joe. Well, Joe, it's been like, basically, I'm like a little kid under a Christmas tree right now. You know, this whole week, this whole, well, this whole month, I think we've, we felt the same way. You know, we're talking about purchases, right? Purchases, 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 right? And you're like, you're like, oh, when are they going to come in? What did I get? You know, when are we going to talk about them? Are there going to be Christmas miracles, et cetera, et cetera? What did I get myself into here, Joe? Uh, 
I know. I figured we'd mention it on the show here. I guess the question is, is the person that's selling you, we're talking about the Cody, one of 500, rare edition. I know you've been after it. I know you mentioned you got a pretty de- decent deal on it. But the question is, was the seller full of crap or are you really getting it? I don't know, Joe. I don't know. <laughs> Joe? I know you mentioned the tracking number was provided. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm guessing it's on its way. The person, uh, from what you told me, sounds a little shady, but I guess it's on the way. It's the holidays. I'm giving everybody a chance here. I'm not going to go into extreme depth of the transaction or the details of what happened, but some of the correspondence in my eyes was a little wonky. It just didn't make any sense because I communicate pretty clearly. I think in general, I communicate pretty clearly and it got me worried. And initially I didn't have a good feeling about it either, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. Like you said, fair price. I thought a price where it was at my high end, where I don't want to go above it. So I do have a tracking number. And the last details I got that were provided to me were it was dropped at a UPS store for USPS to pick up. So guys, again, I hope that we record for January 2nd episode for 2021. And I have a one of 500 Cody in my hand because I will be, I will be so happy. Cause Joe, you don't like this figure. I like it for two reasons. One, it's the first one of 500 exclusive in the Jazzwares AEW Unrivaled collection line. Two, I do like Cody. I really do. And three, I absolutely love Star Trek. And you know this. So to have Cody in that Star Trek attire, I've been saying ad nauseum on Instagram and to our listeners, I absolutely love this figure for that very reason. And I just haven't been able to find it. And my sources tell me that probably not going to be able to find it at retail anymore. You know, I had to do it, man. Yeah. I know you're a big Star Trek fan, so this Cody is right up your alley, man. The 10500 definitely, I guess, you know, Series 1, it makes sense with the Cody. But now, yeah, like we're seeing the Cody, a couple other versions of him, which we'll, we'll get to. But yeah, this Star Trek theme is cool. Me, personally, I'm not a huge Cody fan to begin with. I like him, and sometimes I don't like him, and... You know, I have the series one, which I'm kind of okay with, and I'm good. I'm good with that for now, and and the Blood Brothers two pack. So I have, you know, I have a couple Cody's. I'm I'm fine with that. But in that sense, you know, the one of five hundred edition. Hopefully, you're getting with the Star Trek theme. That's more up your alley, man. Yeah, and I think that's the key to it all. I think people just don't realize that. I want this figure, I think, more for the Star Trek theme because it's combining Star Trek and wrestling because, I, again, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. I am a next generation guy, man. You know, like, and I have watched all the earlier movies as well, the Shatner era, and I absolutely love it. I just, I want it for that factor. You know, it's just like, it just encompasses everything I love in wrestling and in entertainment. So anyway, we're not going to go on and on about it. It's been a long and winding road for this, and I just hope that it pays off. And look, dude's going to get a major shout on out of here. If he comes through, he's got a Twitter account. We're going to shout him out. We're going to give him the recognition that he deserves, hooking me up with a great deal. I got an eBay money back guaranteed. I got no problem. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go out and vilify people or anything like that. You know, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It's life. I took a chance, right? Yeah, you took a chance. I, I think if he sent the tracking number, you know, hopefully it's on its way. And when you have it in hand, you'll be like, all right, awesome. 
but you just have to wait. And and the shipping is a pain in the ass now, especially around the holidays. Quick update, guys. Will's package is moving and should be in his possession by this week. So more updates to come. Follow the Instagram and Twitter at SQDCircleAFP. And hopefully his one of 500 Cody Rhodes will be in his possession before the new year. Dude, I have a ringside order that's been in limbo since December 15th. <laughs> I haven't had any issues, believe it or not, for whatever reason. been terrible. It's finally in another distribution center. I don't even remember what this was. My mom got this for me and she keeps asking me, oh, do you have the tracking thing? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> and you're like, uh, you're like, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And I'm just like, I look at the thing and I'm like, oh, okay, here. And I threw it at her and I'm like, I was like, this thing has not moved. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, so talking about receivings though, dude, what a pickup, bro. Congratulations. Yeah. I finally added another piece to my collection that I've been after for a long time. You know, I sent the best offer on eBay for it, got it for a good price. It's the ECW accessory set. So the seller, you know, he didn't have any negative feedback, but he seemed new and the image looked like an image off of uh, Google. So I was like, all right, he accepted an offer. I'm like, do I really want to send this payment? Is this going to be fucked up or not what I'm trying to buy? So I messaged him. And I was like, hey, man, you know, do you have more pictures of this set? And he was really nice. He sent me more pictures of it. A lot of pictures, actually. And when it came in, uh, you know, when it came in the mail, it was actually a lot better than the pictures, too. It was like a mint box. Never open. Looks great. So I'm glad to add that to my ECW collection for decent price, you know, nothing over the top. I feel like it was fair. And uh, the seller was really nice. So I'm glad to add that. And I also added, you know how we are with the Jack's Classics on the show. I added the two-pack Jack's Classic of Million Dollar Man and Virgil, which I've been after that two-pack for a while. I mainly wanted that Virgil figure because I don't think he's had too many Jack's figures. So the two-pack with MDM added to the collection as well. Well, we're going to start with the last first because we're talking about it. Man, I love that two-pack. I don't have it yet. And guys, I don't know how Joe does it. He just continues to find stellar items. Like He is an eBay hawk. You know, I mean, he this guy is like, bam, bam, bam on there. He's got his searches set up. He just finds some of the most incredible shit at such great prices. And you just got to do it like he does, man. Because this Million Dollar Man and Virgil 2-Pack looks great. You know what I've seen with so many of those 2-Packs, Joe? The money's always like out of the the area. Like it just gets thrown around or something. Have you seen that a lot out of out of that two pack? Where because they it comes with money accessory, and sometimes that money isn't even in that accessory spot, you know? Yeah, this one's nice. The money's you know right where it should be, which I was happy about, and it's in great condition. So I was happy to add that to the collection. Going back, speaking about the ECW stuff, you know, I tried to win you that you know that weapons pack on card. You know, I was going to give that to you, and I messaged a guy, and I was like, "Hey, man, do you same thing? You know, it's one picture." Looks fake. I'm like, hey, man, do you have any other pictures? He's like, hold on, let me check or whatever. And then he sends me a message saying, oh, I don't have it anymore. I must have given it back to the person I was selling it for. Good luck. <laughs> whatever that means. Sorry, man. You know, I was trying to get that for you. It's all right. No, no worries. I mean, you could always, getting back to the initial one, I, I'll always take the weapon set too. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, yeah, I know you mentioned you wanted the other one too, so. No, I need both of them for the collection, but it's, hey, dude, no worries. Who sells something on eBay and says, oh, I don't have it. I gave it back to the person I was selling it for. Who the hell says shit like that? It's so funny. Well, I made an offer on that, which was declined. And then I had messaged the guy and I was like, hey, man. So here's a little backstory. We're doing a YouTube live stream and Joe and I are just sitting back and he's showing me stuff prior to the live stream. Like, well, oh, look what I found. Look what I found. Look what I found. And I'm like, oh my God, where did you find that? I haven't seen this on eBay, blah, blah, blah. So again, eBay hook. This is the man here, static. Showing me all this stuff. So I saved some of this stuff. And on the smaller weapons pack, the ECW OSFTM smaller weapons pack, I saved it in particular. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to make an offer and see what this guy does. I throw in a low ball offer and then I write back to him like, okay, so what do you need to make this happen? Oh, it's sold. The funniest thing about this, Joe won this thing, I'm assuming you were saying, right? Like you won the thing and then he said he didn't have it for you. Yeah. He said uh, the person he was selling it for took it back. Amazing. Amazing. This is what happens on eBay, guys. It's so crazy these days. I'm so happy Joe got this great ECW weapon set. It's the big box weapon set, the largest, the larger weapon set. It looks fantastic. We actually posted images of it on our Instagram and Twitter accounts. So go over there at SQD Circle AFP. Go check out that box set because it's beautiful, man. Good finds. I love the Toys R Us sticker on that too. Yeah, the Toys R Us sticker is awesome. You know, I, I, I like when it's on there as well. But the box is mint, man. It's in great shape. And he packed it really well and blah, blah, blah. But uh, yeah, man, it was a good find. And, you know, sometimes I forget about that set as far as my ECW collection goes. Those two things I kind of forget about. Same here. I'm so figure focused because you get so many weapons with the figures. Like those two things just, they're kind of an afterthought. You know, even when I was collecting as a kid, like I never picked those up. And I think you did, you said, right? You had one of them, you said? Yeah, I had the uh, I had the smaller one on card. The smaller weapons kit. Yeah, I never, I never had those when I was a kid. It's so weird, and I never had the ring either, which was weird. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, I have my original OSFTM ECW figures. Like seventy-five percent of them in my collection are my originals. I bought them at KB. They have like all the KB stickers on them, and I don't remember ever wanting the weapon sets, seeing them, or the ring. It's weird. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't shopping at Toys R Us at the time. It's weird. Yeah, that, yeah, that is weird. But yeah, yeah, yeah two uh, good pieces to uh, to add to the collection here. Awesome pickups, man. Again, we're like kids in the candy store. We're like kids in Christmas, opening up presents under the tree. They're just coming in the mail, you know. And you gotta you gotta shout out to all these frontline workers, all the mail people, USPS, UPS, FedEx. They're doing a wonderful job, guys. If you can help them out in any way. Give them a bottle of water, give them some snacks or some, you know, throw them on your uh, stoop or porch or whatever you have. It's always helpful for them, obviously. They're they're really out there doing the hard work, especially as this virus begins to pick up. So moving on though, dude, I had an incredible experience, man. I told you a little bit about this, but I was in a raffle with some British folk and some European folk. Dude, I love the Europeans, man. They're amazing fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've had interactions with them in the past as far as that kind of stuff goes. But yeah, yeah, they're always super friendly. Super friendly. It's funny. You know, I went into this raffle. They created a group. And at first I said, oh, don't worry, everybody. I'm going to win because I have the most spots. (laughs) 
They're like, oh, God. They're like, oh, God, this fucking American. Who is this guy? Blah, blah, blah. And I was joking. I was like, guys, calm down. I'm just trying to break the ice here, you know? And then, oh, my God, it opened up and it was so fun. So I want to give a shout out, first of all, to at Rock and Roll Collectibles on Instagram. This guy, Stuart, he's based in the UK. He was the one that organized the raffle, and the raffle was for the AEW Unrivaled Collection UK exclusive Cody ring set. So that was awesome on his part. He's actually got another raffle going on live right now. I don't know when it ends, but hopefully you guys get into this. We reposted it on our Instagram feed, and I think we should do it on Twitter as well. I think we'll do that for you all. But get in. It was like one British pound to get in on this raffle. I don't know how many slots he had open, but I bought out 13 slots. It's 20 bucks. 20 bucks USDA. And the funniest thing about it, bro, I, I won on the first thing. And I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. Like I my, the odds were in my favor, but like I was just like, wow. And it came up my lucky number 13 too. So I won the UK Cody Ring. It's coming. Shipping was a bitch, though. Again, it's going to be pretty expensive. Yeah, I'm looking at all your spots, actually, right now. That other person had a lot of shit ton, too. Yeah, who's the other person? I I Chund. Yeah, yes. This guy's big, man. This is a WWF Hasbro maniac, I believe. He is a well-known guy in the community. I believe he's based in Germany. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When you see his Instagram image, you know who he is. But when you see the name, you're like, what the hell is that? I don't know what it means, but I, I guess it's German. It's I Chund underscore niche do. I don't know. WWF Hasbro Maniac. So there were some notable dudes in the community in this raffle at Hasbro Daft. Another dude that I've heard the name of many times at Retro Shed 85, at Wrestling Megastore UK. And our buddy Ed at My Hobby is Better of Yours was in there too. So we got together, dude, we had a wonderful, wonderful chat. We had fun. We played around. These guys, dude, cheerio, guys. I mean, you guys are incredible. And we got to have some of these guys on the collector's corner, bro, in 2021, because they got incredible collections, right? They're doing great things with the community. Yeah, thank, thank you all, man. I had a wonderful time in that chat doing the raffle. I wish you all the best of luck in the next raffle that's coming up. And again, we're going to repost the raffle on Instagram and Twitter prior to this episode dropping, and hopefully it's still open when the, the episode drops as well. Get your chance to, to win that UK Cody ring. But thank you so much to Stuart at Rock and Roll Collectibles, man, on Instagram, at Rock and Roll Collectibles, man. Awesome dude as well. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a nice guy. You might want to rock and roll his collectibles uh, for getting you that ring. Oh, Jesus, God. I think he's got a girlfriend or something, man. I don't think she would be happy with that. You know? Well, maybe, the, maybe the, I don't know. They're saying maybe they do like this. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> a little swinging action there, baby. Johnny Swinger style. <laughs> nah, I'm only kidding. That's awesome, man. I might send them a DM. Like, yo, give me one of those rings. Yeah. Send them a DM. I think a bunch of them, they're really good guys. You know what I, I just love? It was just a really good community and interaction. You know, we talk about 
all the terrible stuff that goes on on Facebook and all this stuff. And being the holidays and everything, being in the Christmas spirit, like these guys were very, very awesome, man. Like we had a blast, dude. And it's just like, I wouldn't say it's very rare. It's not like, I, I know what you're saying, but it's not like messaging the people from fucking here. Yeah. You know, you know, like getting, uh, getting a weird message or getting a lazy message or you look at the message and it says scene. But they're like, ah, I don't feel like answering. Yeah. Or you get like a runaround. That's that's like America for you. Oh, great group chat, man, we had going on. It was just amazing. And it just, I had a lot of fun, guys. So you really brightened up my, obviously, dismal December here in the US, especially during the snowstorm. And it just, holidays have been kicking our butts at work and stuff. So thank you all for making my day a little brighter. And I appreciate the win on the raffle. And again, Stuart, Rock and Roll Collectibles, thanks so much, man. And uh, yeah, Joe, I think that's it, man. I think we're going to get right into it. Nice. You want to you briefly talk about your trip to see uh, Santiago? Yeah, I saw Tyler, that youngin, that youngin over there at Santiago. We'll, we'll talk about it a little later because he's like an upgraded version of the guy from the Hasbro flea market. Yeah, very upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's got, his, he's, he's got his shit down, man. He's 20, 22. Yeah, like that shop looks awesome. He's big into the sports cards, but. When he posts pictures, he's got a lot of good stuff, man. He's got that Ric Flair buddy in the box. He's got that LJN ring me and him have talked about a couple times now. So we'll see. Dude, so I walked in. I didn't know what to expect today. I was going for a big boss man LJN, bro. That LJN ring's open, though. I don't know if we... I, I got to look inside the box. You know, his, his price is okay. I was hoping it was fucking sealed, but, you know, I'll have to check it out one day if I go. Yeah. Well, next time you're down, we got to go. He's very close to Funkenstein and all that little shop. Very sports card centric. So anyway, Santiago Sports went to see him. He's over based in Matawan. Go on to his Instagram page at Santiago underscore sports underscore. He's also got another page, which he doesn't post frequently. Santiago underscore vintage. So go over to the Instagram page of his and check him out. A lot of great finds. We'll be talking about one of my finds later. But, dude, as I told you, you got me itchy for Classic Superstars Deluxe. And he had an Undertaker sitting there. So I, I had to fucking pick it up, bro. Yeah, that Undertaker's awesome. But some of the Deluxes, I, I don't know. Some of them are like hit or miss. I don't remember seeing that Undertaker, but it, it's definitely one you don't come by often. You know what I might pick up from his place? That that two-pack, that Terry Funk Foley two-pack. Looks like he's got that. He's He's got some pretty good stuff, man. He's got some other stuff I seen the other day on his page I was interested in. Yeah, he's still got a lot of stuff, man. Again, like I said, I walked in. I was I was thinking about doing the Haku or the Boss Man, and he's pretty tight on the prices there. And they were fair. I just I wanted to get a deal. I wanted to work a deal. You know how I am, Joe. And, I don't know uh, if he's down with that. Yeah. He was tight on it, you know? So I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to pass. The paint wasn't as good as I wanted. You know what it might be? It's not like him running a, uh, like a, a table at the fucking flea market. That that store, I'm sure he has to pay a lot. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. He's paying rent. But he, his his mantra was, you know, I'd rather keep it. They don't come by very often anymore. And you know how it is. You know, I mean, it's like anybody. It's whether it's Paul or or Mitch or whatever. I mean, if you have a set price on it and that's what you want to get and that's where you have it displayed, it's, it's a store item, right? People come into the store like, oh my God, wow, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like 
It's kind of like that destination thing for your store. You're not going to sell it. And I respect that. So it was cool. I had to pass at this time. I didn't want to do it. What what uh, what was it? So he wanted 500 for the boss, man. Oh, gotcha. And with the nightstick? With the nightstick. And then he wanted 350 for the Haku. Again, fair prices. Yeah, sounds about right. But the paint was my only problem on both of them. The boss man was the better of the two paint-wise where I could justify it. The Haku, I would have liked to do around three. You know what I'm saying? Like, because the face paint on it was just terrible. So that was my kind of only gripe there. But look, I got a good deal on my Undertaker, and we'll talk about the other figure I got a little later. Yeah, he has some He has some good Jax Classics in there. I remember seeing a couple that I was interested in. I didn't want to see them uh, in case somebody's listening. They're like, oh, those are there. You know what I mean? But yeah, he's got some good ones. I'm looking at the pictures, you know, if you zoom in and shit. Yeah, he's got some good stuff. Some a couple of ones I might pick up if I jump over there. Yeah. And you know what? Look, if you're in the market for an LJM Bossman or Haku at those prices, go for it, man. No, no skin off my back. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't care. I want this guy to do well. I want him to do good business, man. I want to see him succeed. So if you want to go over to Santiago and buy that Bossman for 500 go over. Buy it. Yeah, because there's other places that have it for 657 right now. I'm not going to mention any names, you know, so... Yeah, people people jack those prices up. It's cool. It's cool. It is what it is. If you can get that, sure. Some people will. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've done the shows. Me. Some people don't bat an eye. You're like eight hundred. They're like, okay. They take out eight hundred dollars out of their pocket. It all depends. It all depends, man. That is exactly right. It's like with the Cody, man. Held out for this long, and I got it finally at my top, 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 top price. And if it happens, it happens. Great. If it doesn't, well, back to the drawing board and we'll go from there. Does he have like his other wrestling figures? I'm curious. Like he's got an ECW punk. He's got some adrenalines. He's got some ring rages, some old WCW original San Francisco's. Are those overpriced or are those like normal? Does he have like the $10, the 20 the 30s or no? Yeah. He doesn't have any of that. Yeah. He's got a lot of that. Oh shit. He's got that ICW Ramon on card. That bootleg razor. Yeah. I think that's, that's peanuts too he's got like a lismark cmll figure right yeah he's got that there you would love that you'd buy both of them i bet yeah he's got some impact yeah as long as the as long as his prices aren't over overboard you know i no. always like funk i like he's, funkenstein's prices like that's like a place that i enjoy because they don't overdo it they don't overdo it and when you buy in bulk they deal how many times do they turn over their inventory and get new shit in i mean it's incredible yeah yeah i, I know there's always something going on there right you go back and you find something new and you go back and you find something new. Listeners, this place is just like a gem in the dirt mall, really, for wrestling figures. I mean, it's amazing. So we are spoiled here. I know you all are listening from near and far, but we really get spoiled and we have some great people and we're fortunate enough to have those great people to help us out with deals and to help us out with some great figs. So again, we'll talk about a little bit later my other half of my Santiago finds because Again, great deals I got today. No problem. I just couldn't do the big hitters in the condition they were in. You know? So let's get into it, Joe. We are going to change the format up this week, and we're headed right into the, well, you'll hear it in two seconds. All right, everybody, welcome to the, oh my God, figure of the week. Cho, what the hell are you doing with me here? You're giving me agita. I'm feeling the pain. You know, you know, this is supposed to be a 2020 edition and you throw in this fucking figure. It's a 2020. Ah, uh, 
Now on you're the tail end. On the tail end. Oh, you're killing me here <laughs> with the certified authentic garbage here. Oh my god. We're talking about this week's oh my god figure of the week. We're doing something a little fresh. Elite eighty one certified authentic. Let me throw that in there. Stunning Steve Austin. That's our pick this week. Hey, Joe, I got nothing pretty much bad to say about this figure. I was a little iffy about the head sculpt, and I still am a little bit iffy depending on the light, but I love the figure. Look, it's okay. I'm not that upset. Like you said, this is kind of a tweener. A lot of people have this in their 2020 collection or 2020 picks, so we'll keep it. We'll keep it on the 2020 edition of the Oh My God Figure of the Week. Certified authentic, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's certified. Did you see that post on the internet that the foreign elites aren't having this certified authentic on the box? Why not? Well, nothing has been said, but I'm going to do a little investigative uh, measures here. Hmm. I don't think Toys R Us Canada gets AEW figures, do they? Uh, I don't think so, if I had a guess. I don't think so either. And I think my initial reasoning behind the certified authentic was I think it was a request by the WWE to differentiate their product from the AEW product because they have shelf space in Walmart right next to each other. Yeah, they do. It's right next to each other. And I really think in Canada, where there is no competition, the certified authentic label is not on the box. I don't know, Joe. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to remove it all together, but I guess this British Bulldog series was found in Toys R Us Canada. Elite 82, found in Canada, no certified authentic. Now, who knows? Maybe it's a running change. Maybe they got a lot of negative feedback, and I hope so. I'm crossing my fingers that the next series doesn't have this certified authentic on it. But if it does, I am telling you, I really think it's to differentiate from the AEW, in my opinion. I guess so. I still don't understand it. So certified authentic, WWE Elite. So the whole rest of the packaging doesn't matter? Like people won't be able to tell the difference. I don't understand that. <laughs> are, are they not watching the shows? Like they're just. Oh, is this all elite wrestling? Stunning Steve Austin is from all elite. What the what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, the Street Profits are on AEW. No, they're not. Like anybody that that's fucking eyes knows that. They're like, oh, this says all elite wrestling. <laughs> Joe, the funny that possibly be. <laughs> Joe, I don't know. I'm just a theory. It's just a, the funniest thing about the certified authentic thing is. You can't even see this this sticker they put on there. Like I'm putting it in every single light possible. Like I don't even know what the holograph says. <laughs> it's it's so stupid. I don't even understand why it's on the box. I don't understand it. And then it has a serial number on the hologram. So I just <laughs> Yeah, it's so dumb. We don't like the certified authentic either. I know other podcasts have been opposed of it as well. We have not liked it since the beginning as well. These new boxes, like you said, pop. I love this. This, this white and red just pops. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, man, if that wasn't on there, it would pop so much more. So stunning, Steve. What are your thoughts initially? We got two accessories. Well, three, actually, if you include the vest with this figure. What are your thoughts of the figure? I have it in hand. I think it's a great version. You know, we have so many Stone Colds and so many freaking Stone Cold figures on the way. This version of Steve Austin is great. I like this era of WCW anyway, you know, especially him and Pillman, the Hollywood Blondes. As we speak, I have the uh, Jack's Classic uh, Limited Edition Hollywood Blondes two-pack above me right here, which I love that two-pack. So, you know, the Stunning Steve is awesome. I think it's a great addition to the Mattel line. You know, there's not too many Stone Colds you can do anymore, even though they're putting more out. 
I think he looks good. I think the hair looks good on him. You know, the receding hairline fits <laughs> with the blonde hair combed back. I like the vest, the Hollywood blonde's vest. I think they, you know, they nailed Stunning Steve in the middle of that red star on the back with the gray. I think the trunks look good, knee pads, the boots. Of course, you need that classic WCW tag title with it. I love those old school. I just love the WCW titles from that era in general. So the tag title with Steve is great. You get an um, extra set of hands and you get the director's cut there. I think it's great, man. I think the package looks great with the figure inside. I think overall with the title, it's a great addition if you're a Steve Austin collector. Yeah, I'm just a fan of WCW from the 90s. I mean, Stunning Steve is synonymous. I love those belts, especially that heavyweight title from that era, man. I love that belt. I do too. I love the amount of gold, the intricate detailed etching they did on the belts back then. I just thought it was incredible. Yeah, same here. They nailed the belt. I think this is 60% or 70% of the reason why I got this figure was because of this belt. I mean, it just looks incredible. And just even in that intricate detailed etching on the title is amazing. And then it's got WCW all over it. And it's very rare we get a title in this modern day era with a wrestling figure that actually has WCW on it. You know, usually it'll have like WWE or something because that's what they do. But yeah, it was great that they were allowed to put the WCW logos on it, which was amazing. Speaking of belts for a second, do you remember the WCW United States Tag Team Championship? I remember the Steiners holding it, but the belts were fucking cool, man. You know, just the belts in general there too, man. I like those tag titles as well. I remember it briefly. For some reason, I don't ever remember seeing it on TV. I've seen photos of it and I've seen it on some pay-per-views, but I mean... Do you know anything about the history of that? I mean, how long were they around for? I don't think they were around very long, right? I want to see where they were like the late 80s into the early 90s, but maybe like 1990, I think they fizzled out. Yeah, I do know what those belts look like and they're incredible. Before you, you answer that question, I do like that they included the director's cut here. It's really cool. It's detailed. It's movable. Pretty incredible, actually. Yeah. Well, it's actually, it was the NWA United States Tag Team Championship from 86 to 91 and then from 91 to 92 it was the wcw united states tag title and then it got retired in july of 92 gotcha okay so technically the end of the midnight the midnight express held those you know the fantastics pillman and z-man your your favorite oh i love the z-man they defeated the uh, freebirds that's a great match dude i I have to find that match freebirds and pillman and z-man yeah i gotta watch that match too maybe it's got michael p essays in in the single trunks um (laughs) <laughs> oh god yeah oh who tagged this in that yeah somebody sent that picture over on twitter you know going back to a collector's edition figure that michael ps hayes i believe just shipped for me from ringside collectibles and again last week's episode we don't really like that figure just because there's a lot of inconsistencies with it that is a very you know early 80s mid 80s michael ps hayes he did wear the red trunks but i don't ever remember him in those red trunks i'm sorry yeah me neither i mean there's that picture and i think if you go back you know wcw like some of the other shows you can find him in them but yeah that's not just what it's kind of thrown together you know the figures kind of thrown together a little bit with the shirt the glasses and the trunks i feel like that's michael hayes's career all in one kind of deal i agree you know it's a one-off figure so they had, to, they had to throw it all together. I don't like it though. You shouldn't treat him like that, you know? And I don't know why they did when you could have had a really awesome just robe, entrance attire, leather jacket. Dude, I would have been happy with the UK glue version. You know? That's exactly what I'm saying. 
Joe, I, come on, Mattel. Come on, Steve and Bill. Eh, fucking break. And I know they did it because of the, I think, the Confederate thing. I'm not going to go on a diatribe about it. Getting back to the stunning Steve Austin, Joe, like you said, incredible figure, holds up to the classic superstars. Now, this is an instance where I think that this figure's better than the classic superstars version. Yeah, I'm looking at the classic superstars, Steve, right now. I don't know. I mean, my personal opinion, you know, it's an updated version, but this classic version has I have a soft spot for. Okay. I do too. I do too. I love that two pack. But it's definitely an updated version. You put the two figures side by side. Unlike the Shawn Michaels that just came out with the WrestleMania exclusive series, the Build a Figure series, you put the classic superstars Shawn Michaels from that era side to side with the WrestleMania Shawn Michaels from Mattel. The classic superstars, in my opinion, is is worlds better. You put this one next to the classic superstars one, they're both awesome. Right. I mean, it's just like, which one do you want an updated, awesome, modern version, more lifelike with the title, with the director's cut? Do you want the kind of, you know, a little toned down, but still awesome, greatly detailed one with the Pillman and the tube? You know what I'm saying? It's like a toss up, really, in my opinion. There's not a stark contrast other than the arrows. And I felt that the Shawn Michaels is different in that way. Love this figure. You know, you get the accessories, you get the hands, you get the vest, you get it from, a very, very, very early period in Steve Austin's career in which he held so many titles. And people don't remember this. I mean, he was a WCW tag team champion. He's a WCW United States champion. He's a WCW television champion, all as a heel, doing some of his best work in his career in early WCW. And You put this all in the package with the title, with the director's cut, the vest, the updated head sculpt. And those are all the reasons, Joe. Those are all the reasons that this is an oh my God figure of the week. Welcome to The Missing Link. Joe, we haven't done The Missing Link in a while. Yeah, it's, it's been a couple of weeks, man, since this segment was on the show. Good way to uh, put it in here. Last episode of the uh, year. I think it's appropriate. And uh, yeah, we're about to get into it. Yes, we are, man. I can't wait. The Missing Link is great. You know, what figure or figures do you want to see in your collection? Past, present, future? all different styles. We mainly focus though on you know what possibly Mattel could give us, what possibly Super 7 could give us, what possibly Jazzwares could give us in wrestling figure form. So Joe, started off this week, man, what do you want to see that's not in your collection or maybe has been in other people's collection because we've talked about this. In last week's episode, we were talking about like, well, Mattel's doing a lot of re-releases. So all this falls under the Missing Link category. So what do you think? What what do you got for this week's pick, man? My pick for the Missing Link this week, Will, I would like Mattel to re-release the Harley Race figure. That was part of that. What set was that? That was the last Walmart exclusive flashbacks series. Flashback series. Yeah. That's what it was. Flashback. Jake, Ricky, Steve, and him. So they're re-releasing the Steamboat, you know? 
So I'm hoping my pick this week is another Harley race because, you know, that set in general was impossible to find. The Harley online still goes for a pretty price. When we were doing the ToyCon going back, well, you remember the Harley was like 350 when I had it in my hand. <laughs> if you remember that. It's absurd. A part of me thought about taking it the next morning when nobody was there. I just wasn't sure if the place had cameras, but I think someone bought it anyway. But well, I was definitely thinking about it when we opened the show the next day, just kind of grabbing it and putting it in my car maybe. So you were the one that took that Cobra Trooper from the, the stall next door. Oh no, I hate you. I just... <laughs> yeah, man. No, I wouldn't even know what the fuck I that just, is. I just remember that <laughs> guy like we talked about on previous episodes at the last toy show we were at, listeners. He's like, have you seen this? It was like one of the, I guess it was one of the more expensive figures. I don't know. He's like, have you seen it? And I was like, I was like, nah, man. Fucking idiot. He just probably left it on the table. Yeah, there was a partner situation. I guess the partner, who knows, he wasn't watching and then somebody was looting and everybody's like, oh my God, are all these things here for free? And <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that wasn't me. But that Harley will, it definitely crossed my mind. I, I had, a, uh, when we got there early, I had an opportunity to just, you know, take it, but I didn't do it. So hopefully Mattel re-releases. I want that version or something similar to that Harley in 2021. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So I have it. I'm neither here nor there with that figure. I think it's an incredible figure. Don't get me wrong. I would buy it again with a cloth goods robe. I think if they want to elevate that figure, not to say that the hard plastic robe didn't look good, but man, when you get that Jack's Classic Superstars figure in your hand, you have that cloth goods robe on that figure. Oh man, I, I yeah, I own that figure. That figure's awesome, man. What, it's one of my favorites. Oh, with the tattoo work on there. Real quick, Joe, before we get really deep into this figure, how awesome one is is the Drax Classic Superstars figure, and how awesome, too, is the robe they did with Jerry the Kid Lawler on the upcoming Elite 82, Series 82 release. If they could do that style robe with Harley, I think that would be killer, man. Where did you find your Harley, your Mattel? You found it in store? You are going to kill me when I tell you this story. <laughs> Where'd you find it? <laughs> you bought it from the toy con? No. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna hate me for this. Oh god. So as you all know, guys, Joe and I live about we live about an hour away. 40 minutes, 50 minutes away from each other. And there was a gig I was doing for my job up near Joe's place. And this was this was actually near Pandora's. Pandora's box in New Jersey. So upwards in uh what what is that town called? Lafayette. Yeah, by Lafayette up in that area. Newton. Newton, that area. Before my work gig, it's a Saturday morning. I got to be there at the gig very early at like, I don't know, it was like I had a setup at 9.30. So I'm on the road and I'm like, oh, wow, there's a there's a Walmart around here in Rockaway. <laughs> oh, God. You found it there, you piece of shit? <laughs> so in reference to where Joe, <laughs> now Joe's so pissed. <laughs> So I go up to Rockaway and they have this set there. And I literally bought Austin, Steamboat, and Jake from Rockaway. And they had no Harleys, but it was a fresh case. So I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. to Maybe someone got there before I did. Maybe it wasn't on the floor or something, but there were no Harleys on the pegs, but everybody else. So I was like, all right, I'm going to pick up Steamboat. I'm going to pick up the Jake. I'm going to pick up the Austin. So ha. Huh? 
I got you. You know what people forget about this set? Uh, the Commissioner Michaels. Like, I totally forget about that. Yes. So I wasn't going to get the Austin, but then I saw it at Rockaway. I got the Austin. So then it was a few days later. I was back in my hometown. I actually got it at a Walmart local to me. I don't want to say which one, but it was a local Walmart to me. And the funniest thing about it was it was surprise, 10 o'clock in the morning kind of thing. I walked in and I didn't use BrickSeek or anything, but I knew they were showing up in the area and they literally were just sitting there on the pegs and Harley was the first one there. He was on the top of the case and it does have a cut down the back of it, which sucks. But I was not going to pick that up. I was actually thinking about not picking that up either because it was a figure really that I was like, eh, I don't know. I got the classic superstars one. I had it. I'm like not that big of a Harley race guy. And the in that look, I want a Harley race manager style, Vader manager style Harley in the suit or something. Like that's what I want. So anyway, and I just like I was like, all right, I'll pick it up. And then I was like, holy shit, man. It's a rare figure. Yeah, it is. So yeah, that, that's my pick, man. Hopefully they uh, re-release that figure some way, somehow. I think you're going to get it down the road, definitely. There's a huge demand for it. And Joe, if you're putting out garbage Michael P.S. Hayes figures like they're doing, if you're putting out Rocky Johnson figures and you're putting out May Young figures, you can't put out Harley Race? Come on. Really? I know. I, I hope they do. Joe, does that make any sense? No, considering what that Michael Hayes looks like, no, it doesn't. None of it makes any sense. So anyway, what do I want? What do we all want? This is for the people. It's Christmas time. And after this terrible pro wrestling tease micro brawler release of this Owen Hart limited edition micro brawler figure, it's time. Martha, pro wrestling tease, Brian Flynn, Super 7, somebody help me. Just get it done. Get the deal done. Get it done. There's so many boss fight students. I don't care. Turn him into a lucha. Isn't he technically a lucha libre? Put him in the blue blazer gimmick. Lucha. Lucha. You know? My God. We need an Owen Hart figure, guys. And like, it can't be this impossible. You know, Pro Wrestling Tees has a great relationship with Martha Hart, the Owen Hart Foundation. Somebody's just got to like give it away. I'm sorry. I know as a business that you don't want to give anything away, but I think Super 7 is the company to go to. I think Super 7 has the mindset to do something like this. They're making incredible Ultimates figures. They all already have a lot of independent releases. I really want Brian Flynn to make a push and make a pitch to Martha. They're California guys, man. They're all about giving. They're all about foundations. They're all about giving to these to this stuff, giving back to the fans. Their motto is, you know, you know, we didn't have it, so we made things that we want. This is what we want. That's your pick this week, an updated Owen Hart elite style figure. Yes. We need it, dude. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine that if that day comes. It's got to come in 2021, especially after 2020. Brian, I know it's a business. I don't give her 20% off the top. I don't know. Give her 10%, whatever. Just give her the, the percentage to the foundation. Make the best Owen Hart figure that could be ever... They have the Four Horsemen, Joe, doing sculpting for them. You're telling me that if Super 7 struck the deal, and and I'm just throwing Super 7 out there because they do have an independent wrestling figure line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're not going to talk about the other F... F. We're not going to talk about the the boss fight. Mattel's not going to do it. AW can't do it. It's got to be Super 7. They got to get out there. They got to get her in there. I don't know. 
come together with Ryan at Pro Wrestling Tees. See how this all happened. You know, see, you know, you guys got to make a pitch and you guys got to produce their own horror figure. Do it made to order. Do the pre-order window. You know what I'm saying? And whatever, 5%, 10% of all proceeds go to charity, man. Go to the foundation, you know? Yeah. That sounds like, you know, a great option for them to pick, especially with Super 7. I don't know, though. Yeah, I don't know who would take that on. Like you said, there's a lot of extra obstacles in the way because it does go to the foundation, a lot of the stuff like the shirts they released, the micro brawler. You know, it's his first merchandise in a long time. I don't know. I don't know who would put that out or how that would be put out considering. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'll tell you one thing. I don't want to see LGN style. It's interesting. I think Chalkline had a lot to do with the with the Young Bucks LJN stuff from what I heard. Yeah, yeah. Chalkline pretty sure yeah chalkline was the ones putting that out yeah so i don't know man i just don't understand how you can't get it done if they're doing micro brawlers and t-shirts now and socks and all these different things and you're telling me that super seven can't make that pitch because they're really the only players in this game right now that could actually do six inch style lifelike wrestling figures right yeah i'm thinking about the ljn thing you just mentioned but would you want an owen hart ljn No, I'm thinking about how long I talked to them on Instagram, and they're like, announcement coming this week. The line, we just had a meeting. The line is moving forward. We got the next releases planned. That was January of 19. Yeah, that failed. I can't believe how long ago that was. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants it. Was it January? I think it was. Wait, hold on. Was that January? Yeah, it was a long time ago, man. No, that was after. That was summer of 19. I was talking to them. I was like, after the Bucks, like, who the hell were, were they just blowing smoke up my ass? No, I mean, I think they legitimately thought they would have a future to the line and ringside didn't sell anything. They had to liquidate those things at, what, 1999. I'm surprised. I feel like there was a lot of buzz, man, when those came out with that box. And that's how you know it failed. Major Wrestling Figure Podcast had a lot of buzz with LJNs. You had people like Zoro Mendez selling them for thousands of dollars and all this bullshit. And you had them on eBay that you couldn't find them. And now prices are settling down. Now they're starting. Everybody was wanted was in on the LJN game because of the buzz and the hype and all this stuff, right? And now you don't see you don't see it anymore. And it shows you that a modern day release couldn't hold up. Couldn't hold up, Joe. Yeah. You're right. Um, even at the shows, and like you said, on ringside, it was like twenty bucks. They were just trying to get rid of them. Same thing with people selling them at the shows. They couldn't get rid of them. They couldn't even sell them. So I guess that's why. But yeah, the LJN craze. I remember that. The prices are settling down, except for the last series, which is expected. But people are still trying to jack those up too. Yeah. They don't want to give up, especially like you mentioned. You know, I'm not going to mention any pages, but after you get some success and you see it die down, you don't want to give up. No, no. That was like the height of your page. Exactly. Well, that's the problem. I think it's a certain situation where... We all knew it was going to happen. And again, I just don't see the future being very bright for some of these obscure wrestling figure lines because everybody that's really attached to them nostalgia-wise and emotionally is going to get old and they're not going to want to have these things in their possession because they're going to want to retire, downsize, and then who's really going to pick this stuff up? Kids don't want doink. You know what I'm saying? Kids don't want LJN. The long-term investment on some of this, you're not getting rich off of these things, guys. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. The kids of this generation and the 2005 to 2000, no, 2010 and above, 
they don't want any of these guys, man. They haven't grown up with them. There's no inv- emotional investment in them. Unless they're really into collecting and their parents like really, really educated them about stuff that happened in the past, they're not really going to want the stuff that we want. Yeah, eventually a lot of that stuff will die. Yeah. You'll find the LGNs again for, for a couple bucks. Pretty much. And most for the most part, they have been very cheap. So anyway, I don't want to go on a diatribe. I definitely want that Owen Hart figure. And I mean, you're in for at least two, right? Someone announces a new Owen Hart figure, you're in for two, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you have to jump on that. So hopefully 2021, you know, if that's your pick, hopefully that, that comes full circle with the actual figure release. Yeah. With the merch coming out there, I think it's only a matter of time. With I think about the foundation in their response to the micro brawler release saying that there will be more micro brawlers in the works in the future that we hear you and that we want to do it. I think it'll be obviously there'll definitely be more micro brawlers down the line, but we really want a six inch lifelike action figure wrestling figure of Owen Hart. So yeah, that's my pick this week, brother. Yeah, those are the picks. Owen Hart and Harley Race on this week's uh, Missing Link. And let us know what your missing links in your collection are. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SQDCircleAFP. We're going to post the Missing Link post this weekend and chat with us. Let us know. Let us know on the live stream. Let us know on the YouTube live stream on January 2nd at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 2021, baby, what your missing links are. We're going to have a lot of great discussions on that YouTube live stream, and this could be one of them. I'd like to see what other people want that, you know, out in the collecting community, especially our followers and our community. So definitely let us know what missing links are in your collection. All right, Joe, let's go. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into a segment that I love. And I hate as well, depending on what it is. But I love it this week. It's back. Look at this. Look at this. You talk about a house of fire. You're seeing it right here. Are you ready? I'm ready. What are we ready to do? We're ready to. To. Bust. Bust. Oh, Hey, was that was that Korean <laughs> or Russian? That's but that's busted open in Russian. This yeah, time. Russian baby. So I'm gonna go first this time. You're busting it open. Well, we're getting extreme. Wait a minute, I got a better one. Mach es auf. We're busting that open too in German. In German, I thought it was Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> I thought shit. You got both of those wrong at first. I know. Geez, that's terrible. Hey, look at at I tuned underscore Nietzsche tuned. Oh my I god! I think he's German, so maybe he got that. <laughs> he's like yo. He's like Yoksimosh. No, I think that's Polish. <laughs> All right, guys, European guys, we're terrible at European languages. We don't know our ass from real. I c- oh, God. Joe, you at least could speak English. I can barely speak English. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> You're going first. What are you busting open? Well, there? we were at Santiago's. Well, I was at Santiago's. Yeah. Yeah, I never been The there. collective, we, the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast, we were at Santiago's. I got that deluxe, classic superstar deluxe Undertaker figure, but I'm not going to bust that open right now. 
But I found something else. I found an extreme a WCW extreme figure. <laughs> oh God! We'll take it back. Well, you know, you heard it. Oh God! WCW Power Slam, WCW wrestlers, two thousand logo on these bad boys. So I picked up a Toy Biz Marvel Comics WCW Power Slam Mac. <laughs> 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 look at those look at those fucking horrible accessories holy shit and, and yes folks i did say hack and <laughs> so chill power slam wcw wrestlers with that horrible logo <laughs> Why the oh my god you're busting that you're busting that hot dog carter card open <laughs> <laughs> okay so i called it a ice cream stand <laughs> originally you called it a hot dog cart. But no, this is Hack. He's got barbed wire all around him. And he comes with... What the fuck is this? He comes with a blow-apart soda stand and kendo stick slashing action. <laughs> oh, my God, Joe. This is one of the greatest figures ever produced. That's <laughs> <laughs> pure shit. Oh, my God. It's kind of cool, though. It has like that Marvel feel to it on the face. It definitely does, right? It definitely has that kind of Marvel comic-esque face. Yeah, like something they would have did in the comic books. Books, the Toy Biz era. I mean, it's just so funny. What I absolutely love about this figure is we actually reviewed the ECW Massacre on 34th Street pay-per-view a couple weeks back. We did the review of the Just Incredible Steve Carino and Jerry Lynn match for the ECW Heavyweight Championship. And at the end of the match, as we discussed, good old Sandman comes out in this kind of street clothes attire and all black and stuff with the hack tattoo and everything like that. So I told you, I thought that this was the best Sandman figure to represent his return in that match. So that's why I had to get this thing, man. I had to get it. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like you got it for a good price, too. Yeah. Not a bad price. So I'm going to start opening this thing up, man. You know what I'm after, man? For some odd reason, like I like a lot of this WCW stuff. I'm after that, like I'm after those WCW main event wrestlers, main event wrestlers two packs. You remember those? Huh? Like the logo is really cool. It says main event wrestlers. It's like a Sting and Luger two pack, or a Goldberg and Sid, and- or like a Flair. And I forgot who Flair was with. But dude, those two packs are awesome, man. Wait, is this the OSFTM style? No, it's uh. Was it Toy Biz? Oh, was it Toy Biz? Hmm. It looks like it, yeah. Okay. I gotta check out the- Goldberg and Sid Vicious. Yeah, the Sting and Luger two-pack is really cool. And then I think Hogan and Flair come in the in one of the other ones. All right, I got it. Well, this thing is busted open. This is crazy, yeah. man. How's that uh, hot dog cart? This is what's crazy about it. They have like another accessory pack that's got a blister on it in the actual- closed pack and then it's got the kendo stick in here it's got a wheel it's got some like metal i don't know i'm I'm open oh no this is not metal it's got like oh my gosh there's so many accessory things falling all over the place i'm gonna probably lose everything already okay is it is it weird i want all these power slam wrestlers no joe they are some of the best action figures ever to be created come on now stop they're amazing you got the rodmans the hogan i got the rod weird looking piper oh <laughs> look at the back of this card canyon dude 
Look at that buff Bagwell. Bagwell looks great. If Listeners, if you go back, man, bust it open. We busted open that Power Slam Canyon. Canyon looks great. Yeah, we busted that open on here. Go back and listen to that, guys. The Power Slam Canyon with the face sculpt, the face sculpt on is like, the Power Slam Sting has that Macho Man stand-up, which is freaking awesome. I love that Macho Man stand-up. Yeah, man. I, I really like these figures. When they were released, I didn't care for them that much back then. Never collected this line, Joe. Never. Yeah, I never cared for never it. Never cared for it either. I got the hack out. Yeah, how's the hack? Is it real cartoony? It's not terrible cartoony. Like it's the face looks fucking strange. It does look a little strange. Out of all the power slams I've opened or the toy biz I've opened, this is a little stranger because he looks a little younger than he should be. It's a little less lifelike and like you said, more comic book like than a like the canyon. The canyon was more lifelike. It was more accurate to what canyon looked like. This does not have that feel. Now, I'm more intrigued by this cart. This freaking cart, man, is ridiculous. Why would you pump so much money into making a soda cart? You know why? Because their version of hardcore was so ridiculous and stupid that I think it translated over to the figures. Oh, my. You could put soda in here? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Joe. The soda pops out of the cart. (laughs) So you can shove cans of- What a waste of of money. Dude, I really want to get the designer on here, dude. So you shove the cans of soda, which have these like metallic silver kind of, I don't know, like, I don't even know what you would call it. I'm going to make a video of this for our listeners, but you basically shove these metallic, I don't know, spiral thingies into this soda thing. Dude, it's so weird. And you shove the cans in, dude- who made this shit? I have no idea. And then you close it. You can close the top of the soda cart and it doesn't even work. <laughs> They're like paper metallic things. And then it closes and then you can open it with the soda thing and then they shoot out. Oh, God. Oh, no. I don't even think it works, bro. I don't. That sounds terrible. Well, that's broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh i just pressed the button and the wheel popped off <laughs> this thing is ridiculous joe oh a can just went flying out <laughs> what a fucking ridiculous piece of crap oh my god i don't understand how this happened <laughs> all right joe i'm baffled by it you go we're doing a dual session of busted open so i'm playing with my toys here while i play with this hack Joe's got another busted open. The hack is all right. I just broke his arm again. I have no idea. He twists around. You could see he's cracking. You could hear. I have no idea what's going on with this hack figure. You know, Will, I didn't get the power slam bag. Well, I got the slam and crunch. He doesn't come with the little niche. Oh, okay. So it's a different bag. Well, yeah, I got the slam and crunch bag. Well, it comes with a wheelchair. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's a cool version of buff, man. It looks better than this power slam version. Yeah. Because the power slam looks great too. Yeah. Here, I just had the picture up because I was looking at it. I was like, wait, I I got the different one. Yeah. It's the WCW NWO slam and crunch toy biz bag. Well, yeah, he's like got the black. He's in black trunks with the, uh, looks like the bricks on the side. And he's got the black hair. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Well. Yeah, it's uh, good. It's, it's a good one. For 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 eight, for eight bucks, it's not bad. No, no. That's a great price on any fig. You can't pass that up. All right. So I finally fixed, as you can hear, my hack. He's definitely hacking. You can hear him crunching because 
This is such a freaking terrible figure. So here's my assessment. Here's my review on the hack, the Sandman. I love that they draped him in the barbed wire. I think that's fun. I, I don't know why, but I think it's fun. I think the head sculpt is terrible. They needed to do something else with the head sculpt. He's got like an eye ring and earrings, and he just doesn't look like Sandman. He's in jeans. He's got just a black t-shirt on, and then he comes with a kendo stick. As you can hear, I'm still crunching him because I'm trying to just pose him correctly. And that's the problem with these action features on these Toy Biz. They're so terrible. So overall review of this figure, I wanted it in the collection because I wanted a later era Sandman. It's fun, but I don't know, man. That fucking soda cart. Wow, what a waste of money, bro. <laughs> Yeah, they, it definitely looks like that. The amount of plastic that they used to make this soda cart and the mechanisms that they had involved here is more than the figure, I guarantee you. It's worth more than the figure. Crazy. All right. What do yeah. you got? I am busting open Jack's ECW Series 1 Tommy Dreamer. Keeping it extreme, baby. We're keeping it extreme here. Little, little Sandman, little hack, little Tommy. I'm ready. Let's do it. Here, listen. You hear that? Crunch it. Listeners, you haven't heard that sound in a long time. Oh, I love these ECW Series 1 figures, too. There's some really good figures in this series. The Tommy Dreamer is, eh, it's not my favorite Tommy Dreamer, but I like him. I think he's a solid fig. Yeah, let me see. I, I have the accessory out. There's not too much going on here. Let's see. Yeah, so it's a piece of wood that has the barbed wire glued to it. Not too much there. So I'll put that aside. I got the Dreamer out. Dreamer looks pretty good. He's got the uh, taped up fists. He's got that angry look. He's got the Tommy Dreamer shirt with his face on it, with uh, you know his forehead, most of his face red, to symbolize the blood. The pants are kind of cool, Will, on the sides. The uh, left leg has like a flame going down the thigh, and it says Innovator. And then the other side says Violence. So the Innovator of Violence. Innovator on one side, Violence on the other. And it has your standard plain as can be <laughs> ECW logo on the back of his uh, pants. And he's got his, uh, you know, signature kind of red tipped boots on underneath the black pants. That's pretty much it, man. The dreamer face looks pretty good. It's pretty close. The hair looks good. So it is. It's a decent version of Tommy Dreamer in Jack's form. I mean, you're talking about Ruthless Aggression Era, which is pretty cool. The only thing that sucks, Will, is they have his head and his neck facing down, so you can't adjust it. So when you pose him, his head and neck are looking down. You can't adjust that. That's the only thing that kind of sucks about it, Luce. Yeah, the limited articulation. It was really weird with those Tommy Dreamers. And some of the other figures, too. Some of the other wrestlers in the line had that problem as well. From what I remember, even with the classic superstars. Yeah, it's pretty solid. The figure is kind of sticky, though. Feels kind of weird being in that package, I guess. Yeah, probably in heat and cold and all that jazz. Yeah, so overall... Yeah, it's a decent version of Tommy Dreamer. Not bad. I love that version of Tommy Dreamer. I love the Sandman in that series. I think the Sandman's got a great figure in that series with his WWF era Sandman shirt, which is pretty cool. Really, really great head sculpt. Better than the hack sculpt here. 
It's got the jeans on and stuff like that. Some really good figures in that series. Joe, Ruthless Aggression were classic superstars. There were no different. Yeah. Other than the people in the Ruthless Aggression sets being more current. Yeah, that's pretty much it. What did this series come out? This came out, I believe, in 2007. Yeah. Yep. 2007. It's a beautiful dreamer. Love it. I love that he's got the red boots too. That's old school Tommy right there. The shirt, obviously, is a WWF era shirt, unfortunately. Innovator of violence, I like. The ECW logo on the back looks like crap, but that's okay. You know, we talked about this earlier in the day about the Mattel Tommy Dreamer basic that they released. And, you know, I'm kind of on the fence on whether or not I want to get it, add it to the collection. It's a little pricey. Even loose, it's a little pricey. And I just don't like that they have that old WWF ECW logo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm after that. I'm after that Mattel Dreamer. You know, it's his only Mattel version. I think it's a cool Tommy to have in the collection, even though it's plain, super plain. Yeah. Did they ever use that ECW logo in ECW? No, right? I think that's a WWE ECW logo. Yeah, that's what it looks like, WWE. I just can't get over that, you know, and that's what kind of kills the figure for me. Like I told you, I was on the fence about it. And I'm like, eh. When you told me you were getting I was like, eh. Kind of been on the fence about it for over a year. I want to add it to my collection because, like you said, it's the only Mattel Tommy Dreamer you can get. Yeah, that's his only version. Well, if I if I run across that, I know it's a little pricey, but if I if I stumble into it one day, I'll probably pick it up. Yeah, totally, man. So this was fun, man. You know what I loved about opening these figures up? I was younger when this figure came out, especially the hack. I mean, you know, Tommy Dreamer as well. I love opening up these fun, goofy figures. I know. The Dreamer didn't have much to it, but uh, the hack sounded funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's goofy. I'm still playing with these stupid little soda cans and trying to get them in the soda cart, which, oh my God, again, I don't understand why you'd waste so much money on that, but yeah, and the hack figure isn't that bad. I mean, you know, again, for a figure that came out 2000-ish, 99, 2000-ish, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it, it holds a special place. Those WCW figures are fun to get. It's fun to have a little shelf of these guys and they have limited articulation and, you know, but just seeing the salmon with the kendo stick, the barbed wire. I don't know. I like it. I like it. I like it. It brings back memories, brings back memories to open up fun, whimsical toys back in the day. All right, dude. Well, maybe we'll come back next week, Joe. You never know. Yeah. One more we'll sprinkle. We'll sprinkle this back in, man. Yeah, we, we like to do sprinkle the, the Magic Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast dust on these episodes, and you never know when we're going to choose another figure or figures to bust. bust. Oh, what? 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 And it's back, Joe. The what question of the week. What do you think about that? The what question? The what? The what? What? Did you say what? I said what. Did you say what? What? Hello? What do you want? I think this week's what question is going to be about one of our favorite figure lines. You know, we got a couple marks over here. I have that smart button. I got to break that thing out. So this week's question of the week, we'll start with you, Will. What do you want to see in AEW Series 4? I think we 
discussed AEW, the future of AEW Unrival collection series, blah, 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 in a previous podcast episode. I'm going to stick with that pick. Uh, yeah, I think it was a little off a little bit, but maybe we'll tighten it up a little bit here. Hey, my picks haven't changed, though. I like the formula. What do you want? I want, I like the formula. You pick your main guy. I want a pain maker. I want a pain maker, Jericho, man. I, I think he's got the merch out there now. He's got the whole pro wrestling tea shop. I think it's the perfect time to drop a pain maker. Okay. More than anything, Joe, I want the tag team titles, right? And it looks like from what Jeremy's doing is, well, we got the champion first, the world champion first. We got it with Jericho and Mox. We got the Riho. Riho. So I, I guess I, I, I see where you're going here. I see where you're going. Okay, you're right. You got to give it to SCU, right? We need tag team titles, right? Yeah, I guess if they're going in that trend, they have to. But it's just SCU's just not doing it, man. That's why Scorpio Sky is breaking off on his own. But yeah, I could see that. Well, even with the Rio situation, I think you just got to give him the nod. Yeah, first ever tag champs. Yeah, of course. You get the tag belts. That's a good pick. Yeah, and Scorpio, he's young. You know, he's young and upcoming and I wouldn't say too young. And then you got the veteran there, Kazarian. Or you could do Daniels too, whatever. I don't think they're going to do Daniels right now, but I think it would be Sky and Kazarian there. Yeah, that would be, that would make way more sense. Yeah. So that's three right there. I'd be, I'd be excited about that Scorpio Sky figure, actually. Yeah, even though he's off on his own, his tire doesn't really change that much. I want a Scorpio Sky in my collection. He's a great performer man oh man he when he faced jericho i was like all right man they're they're moving him up they're giving him main event kind of status finally in a match but yeah he could definitely hold his own most definitely most definitely so those are my three so far the next one i again we know sammy's coming so got the sammy in there and then the last two real quick would be Britt baker uh we need a brit we need another woman i'll take even a nyla rose at this point in time i think they're trending nyla right now just because she has been the former women's champ i think she's a two-time women's champ the native beast so i think they're gonna go nyla not brit i also think that because brit complained about not having a figure and then jeremy asked on instagram and twitter and this was all on social media, guys. I believe it was on Twitter. It started, but then it spilled over. And then Ringside Collectibles made a post on Instagram. Would you want to see a Britt Baker figure? And everybody, you know, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's going to be Nyla Rose. I want to see a Britt Baker, though. And then my last one in the set, it's got to be someone from Jurassic Express, Luchasaurus, someone. I would personally pick Luchasaurus. I just think he's toyetic. He looks incredible. You know, that would be my pick, dude. And then the Britt Baker, going back to that, man, I want a bloody face ringside exclusive Britt Baker. I mean, let's do it. Let's <laughs> That'd be sick as hell. I'd buy it. Two heads, right? Have her pretty, have her bloody. And then have an Adam Cole head in there. <laughs> His body's kind of similar. Dude, uh, speaking of Adam Cole real quick, I was thinking about buying that FTC Adam Cole for some reason. I'm probably not going to. Oh. Dude, I, I dude, I love. I don't know why, man. Like, I talk shit about. It. I love those FTC figures, man. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm probably buying the Candido and Francine. Oh god! <laughs> I was looking at my Shane before my Mikey and my Dalton Castle. I was like, you know what? I really like these. I got the Young Buck. How can you like that Shane? Figure? I don't know. That is a god awful like figure. Of shit, but I, I just like them. I can't fault people for what they like. You gotta like what you like. I mean, the the, the figure looks like shit though. Speaking of 2021. I think we got to get Chris on that show, man. We'll, we'll put that into the works. We, we got him. We've been talking about it too long. He might be scared, but I, I think he'll come on. Maybe for the listeners, maybe. He might say F you. I don't even think our listeners want to hear this guy. <laughs> if he says F you and hangs up, who cares? Here's what we'll do. We'll have a post on Twitter and Instagram, and we'll leave it up to them. 
you know, we'll see. If they want them on, we'll bring them on. If they don't, screw them. I'll play. Who's in charge of blocking people? All right. So uh, for my Series 4 picks, Will, I'm with you on a couple of these anyway. I definitely want a Britt Baker in the line. I think, you know, obviously she's one of the stronger females on the roster. I think she would be great to have in figure form. So my first pick's Britt Baker. My second pick is Luchasaurus. Of course, I think Luchasaurus would look great. My third pick is Jungle Boy. I think, you know, with Lucha, I think Jungle Boy will look great in the set. Obviously, Sammy's coming down the line, so I put Sammy in there, my number four. And my number five and six, I'm going to go with Santana and Ortiz. I think they would look great next to the Sammy, next to the Jericho, you know, getting the inner circle together. I think those two pieces would uh, be great for Series 4. Yeah, I mean, there's some overlap here. So, I mean, you know, I think we generally have a pretty similar needs and wants, and I think everybody does. But, I mean, at this point, it's like everybody's game, right? I mean, I'd love a legend to be thrown in. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, I'm thinking long-term, right? And you look at the line, like everybody knows it takes about nine months to create a wrestling figure. You do the rewind, right? And you look now, this Series 4 is probably going to be released, what, you would say, in April, May-ish? Yeah. I would think. Maybe even a little sooner, maybe March. Yeah, you you think some of the guys at the beginning, too. What's his name's kind of forgotten? He'd be cool on the line, too, but he needs more TV time. Tully manages him. Sean Spears. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, th- I thought Spears was going to be a main, main player, but yeah, I'm thinking of the guys in the beginning, you know, the guys that uh, were first on the pay-per-views and stuff. So yeah, yeah, who knows? Who knows who's coming down that line, but they can go in a couple different directions because they already put Darby, they already put Darby, Cassidy, Pac in the line, so. Could be a little up in the air. We know Sammy's coming next, so five other spots. Even for Series 3, you look at it, they have the Young Bucks as their big anchor, right? Yeah, they got the Bucks in there. So Series 4 might have Cody, you know, might have Jericho, might have Moxley again. Who the hell knows? Yeah, I think it's either going to be Cody, Jericho, or Kenny. Oh, yeah, Kenny. You could throw Kenny in there. That's true. Maybe Sonny Kiss. Joey Janela. What is Cornette called, Janela? J- Jelly Janela. <laughs> Jelly Janela. Yeah, that's what you want. On I that. want Joey. Give me Sunny Kiss. Give me that guy with no legs. Where all those guys go from the first pay-per-view? Jelly Janela. That fucking garbage wrestler. Dude, I ordered his FTC. I know you did. I'm putting the FTC line together. And you like these figures. How do you like that Shane Douglas head sculpt on that FTC? Dude, it's not bad. He's got a little bit of a pig nose. How is it not bad? It doesn't look like Shane Douglas. What are you talking about? He goes with my classic superstars now. He goes with Bam Bam. He goes with the rest. The face scope looks awful. It looks like a fucking rat. But that's what I'm saying. Before we end this, we're going to go into the, the good old psychology session with Joe Static. Put him on the couch. So sit back and relax, folks. Sit back and relax, Joe Static. How... Can you justify that Shane Douglas head sculpt on that FTC figure? I don't know. It definitely looks strange. I don't know. Maybe just being a Shane fan, I just had to put it in. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. See, I can't can't do that. I think out of all of them that you mentioned just now, Candido, Shane, Francine, the only one that I could find acceptable would be the Francine at this point. You know, just personally, I look at it more from a quality perspective. 
I just can't be like, yeah, I'm going to throw that into my collection just because. Yeah, I know. I'm just that type of person, man. Maybe I'll think differently. Look, I look at this hack figure now and I'm looking at my hack figure and it, God, it looks awful, the head sculpt, you know, but I find it some sort of an appreciation for it. Maybe that's what I'll think of FTC down the road. Yeah, maybe. It's tough. I just can't get past like Candido too. I like Candido looks absolutely nothing like Candido. Like when I look at that figure, other than his trunks being painted like Chris Candido's trunks, I just don't see Candido at all. Yeah, that that Candido's tough. But yeah, anyway. I am not a fan of Jelly Janela, but that figure looks amazing. The FTC one. Yeah, it does. It looks amazing. That's it. I said it. I'm not a hater, bro. I'm going to give you a very, very, very objective opinion. And that's what I think. I think that the Joey Janela looks incredible from FTC. So if you're a Joey Janela fan, if you're a fan of his work, his wrestler, support him, go to FTC, support them and buy that figure. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I think the Janela came out awesome. I'm curious to see. Uh, I think up close, it'll look good too. Look, I love the Blue Mini. I think they did a wonderful job on the face sculpt for the Blue Mini. Even the body sculpt, I thought it was halfway decent. It's just, I didn't like the parts, how cheaply put together they were. Yeah. Yeah, the figure out of the out of the package kind of looks like crap. Yeah, there's space between the joints and stuff. It just looks weird, you know, because of the spacing and the, the of the joints and the cheap parts they use and stuff like that. So my main gripe with FTC isn't that every figure they produce is crap or shit. No, I don't, I don't think that at all. I just think that some of them are real big hits and some of them are real big misses, Joe. Yeah, I know. It's hit or miss with them. It's always been. Hey, everybody. The announcement is being made now. I bought myself the Mikey Whipwreck. I got it from Mikey himself. I love that shirt. Yeah, the attire on that figure is great. The attire on that figure is incredible, Joe. I'm going to say that the head sculpt isn't the best, but it's not bad by any means. No, it's not. Not at all. I was watching some old ECW. We were watching Massacre. I, you know, I went back. I was watching a little TNN. I was like, man, I need that. I need that fucking figure, bro. But yeah, so I picked it up. You know, support Mikey. Got it directly from him. You know, he's autographing it, sending it to me, hopefully soon. That's it. Yeah, so he was the ECW heavyweight champion. ECW TV champion two times and tag team champion three times. Two with Cactus, one with Tajiri. Triple crown champ. He won all the titles. Who the hell did he beat? I remember him in the Cactus days. I thought he, with the world title, I thought it was a triple threat match. Oh, yeah, here it is. Whipwreck defeated Sandman in a ladder match to win the World Heavyweight Championship, becoming the youngest champion in wrestling history in a triple crown in ECW. He defended the title against Steve Austin in November to remember. Oh, man. I remember that match against Austin, man. That is a good match. Shit, that's a forgotten match. That is a good, good match. They do a lot of out-of-the-ring spots. Then he defended it against Sandman and Austin. Oh, shit, I didn't know they worked together. Sandman and Austin worked together. Hmm. That's where you got the gimmick, probably. Yep. Sandman won the title. I remember that singles match with Austin and him, and Austin in that match is incredible. Yeah, I got to go back and watch that. Yeah, Mikey is too, man. Austin, dude, he looks fucking awesome in that match. He is just fucking looking great. Shit, that's like forgotten. Yeah, I got to go check that out. That'll put a wrap on the last episode of the year here, Willie. Joe, it's the last episode of the year, man. Well, I guess everybody's happy it's over with, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah 2020 went by like a blink of an eye we didn't mean this podcast episode guys come on now you know like come on we try to we got to get jammed up here we got a big 2021 like lined up bro 
I'll say happy holidays to you. What was your favorite figure of the year, man? Other than the, the stuff we picked. I'd probably go with that Jushin Thunder Liger, Storm Collectibles. Holy shit, that wasn't even on our list. That We should have had that on the list. Yeah, man, we forgot about that, I feel like. But yeah, that that version of Jushin, especially with Storm, I think it's great, man. I'd, I'd put that on my list. Yeah, that cape is incredible. So yeah, that that's my pick. Nice. That is a great pick, man. What figure ha- that has been already announced are you looking forward to in 2021? I'm looking forward to getting the AEW Series 3, especially that Darby. And I want to get that British Bulldog with Matilda into the collection 2021. Man, when Mattel nails it, don't they nail it? Yeah, they really do. So I'm after that one. I want to get that Ultimate Edition. I know they haven't shown it yet, but I want to get that Ultimate Edition Edge and Macho too. Yeah, those are two figures I'm really looking for. That face sculpt and scan on the new Elite Series Edge. Was that Elite Series 83, I believe? Looks incredible. Yeah, it does. Incredible. I hope they can use that face sculpt and scan moving forward on all edge figures, past, present, future, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Because all they need to do is kind of like take the beard off or something. They finally nailed his scan. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that. And I'm thinking that the Ultimate Edition is going to have a similar face scan and sculpt as well. So yeah, looking forward to those think as we said with the british bulldog figure man it's like when mattel nails it they nail it like with this stunning steve austin figure i mean it's just the complete package it's an amazing piece you know to have into your collection so yeah yeah for sure yeah in general i mean hey guys listeners gals we're looking forward to 2021 we had a great 2020 in wrestling figure collecting i think 2020 collecting Action figures as a whole has just been amazing. I mean, whether it be Star Wars, wrestling figures, whatnot, Joe, I think it's just been crazy year, right? It feels like you're a kid again. Yeah, it does. You know, looking back at the live stream too, so many great figures came out, you know, just looking at that, you know, little bit of the bubbly, the AEW line, you know, the uh, a lot of the Mattel figures, the Storm, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of good stuff came out this year, so... Looking back on it, it was a great year for wrestling figures. Great year for wrestling figures, a shitty year for other things. Shitty year for everything else. But at least we have this great hobby of ours, man, you know, and that's what we do. We've been doing this for so long and we appreciate, or at least I know I appreciate sharing it with you all. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. 2021, we'll be doing the same thing. All right, guys. Well, we're going to end it here then. So do a little cheap plug before we end it. Remember everybody... We have our YouTube live stream coming up on January 2nd, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on our YouTube channel. Please go over there, hit the subscribe button so you can get all those notifications. Hit the bell button too for all those notifications. If you don't know where to find us, we're the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast on YouTube. We do have a link in our Twitter and Instagram bios. And uh, that extra episode with Junk Shop Dog is dropping too. So check that one out. You got a bonus episode. It should be out. By the time we air this podcast episode, it'll be out. That'll be fun. I'll be posting that on Christmas Eve slash Christmas. It's short. It's going to be about probably 35 minutes. Adam, a junk shop dog, will be discussing his new Safubi pro wrestling figure line. And we talked about that Mr. T Medicom Safubi figure. Well, these are just a little smaller. So they're shrunken down, but similar format, similar style, and they're really fun. And he's got Bruiser Brody out right now, man. And mine's on the way. I know yours is on the way. We don't have them in hand yet, but we'll give you guys a full review of it once we have it in hand. And again, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SQDCircleAFP. For everybody out there, whether you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah, 
whatever holiday, or maybe you don't even celebrate the holidays, have a very, very happy holiday. And we will catch you in the new year. So happy new year to all you as well. And remember, the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast, Joe, is the what? It's the gold standard in wrestling figure 